if you're willing to just open up the conversation before you write someone off, like there's an opportunity to change that person's heart. And if we don't give the opportunity to change someone's heart, then it will never be changed. Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Hey guys. Hello everybody. We've missed you so much. So much, so much, so much. Uh, I am CB. I am CS. I'm so sorry. I'm like, I couldn't see CB's face for a second. And so I was just... My beautiful face. <clears throat> it just helps to it just helps to have a conversation with the person where you can see their face sometimes. Yes, um, and this is you fit here. Oh. If you are new here, welcome. If you are old here, welcome. We love you all. C S C S C S. What is good this week? What is good today? What is some good news you'd like to share? <laughs> well, today, today specifically happens to be my Danny's 15th birthday. So that's really Yay. good. And he's at work. <gasps> so crazy. The teenagers have summer jobs and that is, that is good for everybody in, involved in my life. And he's just so darling and handsome and looks like a man and it's crazy. Yeah. He, he, he is, he is, he has a hard time taking pictures. My mom would like him to get a haircut. I, that's a battle that I don't care about winning. So totally. It's it's like the cutest scruffy mop. I love it. Hmm. Well, tell him you said that. What about you? What's good for you? Um today is Kingston's half birthday <laughs> and she's celebrating in heaven. But I was laughing because I feel like she gives me all these signs. And yesterday the most enormous turkey we have lots of turkeys on our block who just like take their stroll down the road. And the most enormous one was sitting on our fence. That is not a strong fence. Like has broken multiple times, just sitting there perched or roosting, I guess is the term. I don't know. Just like looking at us. And I was like, that's you Kingston, isn't it? Just like messing with me because she would sit on the back of the couch, like a cat, even though she was huge. huge And uh, dog. it was funny. Did you know that turkeys, roost in trees I didn't know turkeys roosted at all okay so my mother-in-law maybe roost is the wrong word I think it's right I might be wrong but my mother-in-law had a second story master bedroom in her old house with a walkout basement so it was like three stories up from her backyard does that make sense Mm -hmm. like high up anyways she was sleeping one night and heard this crash and was like, oh my gosh, what happened? So she looked around the house, didn't see anything, went back to bed. Then she woke up in the morning and opened her curtains and her window, her master bedroom window was shattered, but it's like double pane. So only the outside pane was shattered. And she looked out the window and do you know what was on the ground? A dead turkey. And it flew into her window, which is like three stories up and my husband and I thought she was lying <laughs> for like, okay, turkeys don't fly into three-story high windows. 
turns out, I guess they roost in trees and we just don't think they fly because we normally see them on the ground. So someone can fact check this for me and tell me turkey fact, but. Okay. Turkeys usually select the largest trees available and roost as high in them as they can comfortably perch. So I just oh, learned so many things. That. that That's a fact from Wikipedia. And it's no, at night, right? No, I, I, I lied. Please detract. Uh, wild turkey behavior, the National Wild Turkey Federation.org. Oh, okay. There is you're going to say you lied N- about them in trees. No, 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 no. That's and, – and I just look up, do turkeys roost? And it says at the top, they roost. What does roost mean? Just sit? All this makes me think of is the roost, and I want to go get breakfast in Indiana by you. I know, but I kind of <laughs> never really thought too much about what it's called when a bird settles themselves somewhere. Does that mean sitting on eggs, or that just means sitting? I, I'm – I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> Who knew how educational this episode would be? Okay, I think it's turkey. it's like similar to perch because it says nighttime perch or roost. People have beds, okay. turkey have perches. The roost serves a dual function. Oh. Anyway. So they're in trees and my mother-in-law was not lying. A turkey flew into her window and they live in trees. So anyways, when it was on the fence yesterday staring at me, I was like, okay, Kingston, I see you in that turkey body right now. <laughs> Freaking me out. So that's the good news, that Kingston showed herself. And in bad news, you, you made a, a a wrong assumption based on, uh, I don't know what, what you based calling your mother-in-law a liar. <laughs> what, <I> based <laughs> what do we First base all, anything on? Scott was the first one to say that she was crazy and making up this story. And then he was proved wrong, which is rare. So, Well, right. How, how many possible. times does some someone say something to you that sounds so possible and likely and profound that you're like, that must be right. Yeah, that, that definitely, there's no way because turkeys don't even fly. Okay. Now what I need, and I do this at night, when I'm driving at night, I look in the trees to find turkeys because I want to see a live turkey sitting up high in a tree to actually see because they are huge they are like i don't want a google image i want to see one in a tree dang it how did you like, know i was gonna get you a google image because i saw you scouring the internet um mm. to have real proof that uh this is this is happening so there we have it i bet there are videos i bet there are i want to see it i want to see it. i know, mean when this- i saw it on the fence i was I don't want to see the videos because I feel like they're probably about hunting. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. And I don't, I don't. Okay, care if other people do that. I, I don't. I just do not. I don't do that. So based on my assumption, I was not allowing her human experience to be heard. In fact, which was the truth, and I was wrong, and I was blocking that out. So this is our beautiful segue into our episode today. Seamless. Um, I'm kind of sharing this post which I don't believe Courtney will mind Courtney Clancy was on our episode you a little mind. while ago a couple episodes oh my back. gosh I just made and an assumption that he won't mind yeah let's just hope instead of assume right that's what you said okay go, yeah. go forth okay okay so he um this is going to serve as someone else's good news because I just enjoyed it and then it got us all on this topic and thinking so 
Courtney is this wonderful human who, if you did not listen to the episode, go listen to it. He's amazing. Uh, And he posted a picture the other day of himself and then this white man wearing a Trump hat. And Courtney is black. And the caption says, waiting to go into a surgery at the hospital, I see this man walking, thinking he would walk past me. Well, he doesn't. He stops and says something to me that I couldn't understand. Then he says to me, do you think people hate you because of the color of your skin? I said, yeah. Thinking, what are you getting at, bro? (laughs) Bruh, bruh. As I glance up at his Trump hat, he said, why do you think people hate you? Who do you think they really hate? And I said, themselves. He said, they're not the ones that created you. God created you, made you the color that you are, just like he made me the color. Sorry, I'm ruining this. Just like he made the color of everyone else. If they hate you, they hate God. I saw you standing over here, and I just wanted to say I love you. I asked him to take a picture with me so I would never forget this moment. This past year has been interesting. I say interesting because I can't think of a better word right now. I have a few friends that are Trump supporters, and I love them as if they were family, even though I am as anti-Trump as it can be. I see people like this man and see the Trump hat and automatically assume he's racist or wouldn't like someone like me. I hate that about myself because it's the shoe is on the other foot when someone is judging me, not knowing me and what type of person I am because I'm black. I try to do good every day. Sometimes I succeed. A lot of times I fail, but I try. I say all the time to just do good. This man did good that day. Oh my gosh. And I was like, Courtney, first of all, we already knew we loved you. But that post just got us stirring up all these thoughts and feelings. And we've often posted the saying, um, you don't have to agree on anything to be kind to one another. And so we just decided that we needed to talk about this and this topic of making room for human connection, because currently it feels like we put up so many walls based on labels, assumptions, beliefs, etc., and we are not giving the space to have these connections with people. I just love the the I'll go back and look at it, but the line that he said I I try. I mean, yeah. It's like we'll talk about that, but the recognition and and the desire to want to try is in and of itself like just awesome. So mm-hmm. kudos to Courtney. And yeah, obviously this is probably in line with something we're both personally working on. And so therefore we are going to talk about it with, with, and for you all who are listening. So okay. yeah, there's our, our trend. Yes. So when we close off these doors or create these walls, so to speak, we miss out on so many opportunities. Mm-hmm. It's like, We have so many opportunities to learn, to build relationships with people, to have fun, to like grow, to educate ourselves and others. All of that is shut off when we build that wall to only be around people who think, believe, and act like us. Mm -hmm. I texted CB today. I think it was early this morning. Um, We've always talked about how you make others feel about themselves as a lot about you. And what you just said made me think about that because when we make assumptions and, and other people are actually, they are hurt because of our assumptions, we're making them feel not seen, not heard, not valued. And that's the difference between 
a good and healthy and solid friendship or relationship and, and, and not, and we can make so much more room for improvement in our own lives. If we can learn how to just this one thing, make fewer or no assumptions. Um, yeah. yeah. Make assumptions. Um, never. That should be the topic. Never. <laughs> I know. I, I think like the, I don't know what it is. I just read this article about how everyone blames, you know, social media and technology for all of our problems. And it's not the root of our problems, obviously. It's just the source by which we grow all these problems. But if we use these platforms and these things as just like, I don't know, a label creator, I guess. So it's like, you post one thing, someone's like, oh, you are this political party, you believe in vaccines or you don't, you like dogs or you don't, like, it's just so quick and so easy to be like, oh, well, this says a lot about them, instead of giving the opportunity to actually ask questions and learn something about someone. And so these labels, and I I also find that we do it ourselves too. We take such pride in our beliefs sometimes or thinking a certain way or needing to be right that we are so like firm planted in this is who I voted for this is what I believe and you are wrong if you don't believe the same thing as me and immediately write someone else off and when we do that and are so firm in this is my identity instead of like my identity is so much more than who I voted for like I don't really like when anyone says I'm a Republican I'm a liberal I'm whatever like are you or are you just like a human Mm -hmm. and loves dogs or a parent or whatever a brother a sibling a friend like when can we go back to starting to from that place when we connect with people instead of feeling like we can only connect with people once they pass a certain test of thinking, feeling, believing, and acting the same way that we do. Right. Or identifying ourselves as a certain way. Even if, yes. even if there's a lot we don't agree with, for instance, in that political party, but oh my gosh, it's black and white and we have to pick one or the other or the world is doomed. Totally. And I have said that for and then so the other long. Thing, like I, yeah. I don't affiliate really with, I, I, I might, I, be, mainly because it depends on the president. Everything. It depends sure. on the people, the candidates, it depends on the year. And there's some topics that some people will vote on no matter what because they have an experience with it and that's fine. But that does not mean that like Courtney's post, that man wearing a Trump hat, he could assume like he doesn't like people like me because I'm black. And, you know, there are assumptions for a reason because, you know, stereotypes and things sometimes happen to be <laughs> more true than we'd like them to be. But that does not mean we need to immediately put a label on that person or say they wouldn't like me because I'm this way or anything because it just, it makes no room for us to learn and grow. And I think, tell me, well, you just gave me a gasp. Yes. I like what you just said. And kind of on the flip side of that, we're Mm -hmm. not giving other people the chance to engage and immerse themselves in the conversations that we should be having to possibly learn something themselves and become more open-minded themselves. So it's like both sides of the coin here 
are important and we need to think about, it's not just about bettering ourselves by making assumptions, we will do that. But we will also, I think, make our immediate world and the world in general by domino effect better. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I am going to botch who this was or anything about it. So we are very good at botching things. We're really good at fact checking everything (laughs) we say, but that's okay. But I will relate it to, I heard this in Dak Shepard's podcast. I want to say interviewing T.I. No. Yes. He brought it up in this episode, but also isn't it? Anyways, there was this man, black man who made it like his life goal to befriend KKK leaders (laughs) and put himself in. Now, mind you, I am not saying that anyone needs to go out there and do these things to like make someone change their heart. But anyways, the story was about this guy who did this and his, he would collect their KKK robes in his home once they handed them over to him and changed and left the KKK because they got to know this man. They befriended this man and were like, wow, like I just never realized this human with this experience could exist because we dehumanize people so that it's easier to hate them. And so he made it like his life's mission to collect these KKK members robes and turn them. And we'll have to look up the name of the story of the guy because it was just so cool because it just shows like, I'm not saying you go into the lion's den with a bunch of people who could hate you and harm you because that's not necessarily great (laughs) and safe (laughs) or whatever, but if you're willing to just open up the conversation before you write someone off, like there's an opportunity to change that person's heart. And if we don't give the opportunity to change someone's heart, then it will never be changed. It's like, this is why I believe in the past in history, everyone lived in small communities and lived in these things where you were around like-minded people and had a group assumption about another group of people. And it was easy to do that because you're in a small community and that's all you know. And when that's all you know, it's easy to have opinions about other areas, other groups of people, other situations that you have no actual truth or experience with. And so if we don't open up the chance for us to learn about other people's experiences, then we can't ever see that side of the coin, if that makes sense. We will Mm -hmm. just sit here thinking, I'm right and this is the truth. But this is not someone else's truth or someone else's experience who lives in freaking California. Like they don't know what it's like to live in the Midwest and I don't know what it's like to live in California. So how can I make a comment on how someone else is living when I don't know anything about how they're living? Does that make sense? Just went all over the place, (laughs) all over the place there. But once we can see it from a different angle, then it's like, oh, wow. I didn't know this, or I didn't think about this way, or I didn't know that turkeys could fly and they roost in trees, but now I know. So now I can believe it. That is true. I feel like a lot of times our attitudes and the energy that we, what's that called? Give off. Exude. Yeah. Exude. Those things are born out of certain assumptions that we make and can oftentimes reflect negativity, which who wants to reflect negativity and be a negative source for other people? I, I, do, I do not want to do that. 
And there's a million quotes and thoughts out there about how assumptions are the term the termites of relationships and so on and so forth. Assumptions make an arse out of you and me. And and it's true. And I like a quote by Douglas Adams and I wish I knew who that was. Mm -hmm. I don't, but if you want to know, you can probably Google it. The most misleading assumptions are the ones you don't even know you're making, which kind of leads into a tip that we like and appreciate about how to make less assumptions and kind of steer your life onto a course of, you know, always ask a question before you make an assumption. But in order to even do that, you have to know that you're making them in the first place. So um, totally. You're recognizing that you maybe in this moment, it's like when people are talking about racism and they're like, I'm not racist, but recognizing that we all grow up with an implicit bias like we all grow up thinking a certain way based on our childhoods and our adolescence and our experience and that's okay but we have to recognize how we naturally think about a situation before we can welcome any other thought into our world like we have to think like wow, maybe I'm not the all-knowing and have everything truthful in my bag of tools, you know? Right. Like maybe there's room for me to change and grow also. And I, with this being said, more about politics probably, well, any of this stuff, really. It's like when you can get to know someone else's life experience, so say you do encounter someone who you know, doesn't believe in gay marriage or some, I'm just trying to think of an example. Um, And then you, it's like, can you sit down and get to know why someone got to this place where they feel these ways? You know, like what was their childhood? Like what were their experiences? What was the information they were given to make them feel this way in their life at this time? Mm -hmm. And once you hear people out and hear their experiences, and have open hearts with these people, and then you can share your experience. Well, this is blah, 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 and this is how I am, and this is what I want changed so I can feel like I have equal opportunities and all this stuff. Oh my gosh, I listened to you, and I heard your heart, and now you're listening to me, and you're hearing my heart, and we can come together in this place where hopefully it's like a beautiful thing, and even if it's not, and there's no agreement, I guess, to be had, at least it's just like chipping away maybe at that wall that's in between the two people to be like, you know what? I met that person and they were really cool. And oh, they were gay too. But like, I guess not all gay people are, you know, it's just like the stupid assumptions people have. But when you can like chip away at that and be like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of assumptions people would make. It's like even about females, like assertive is called bossy or whatever. It's like all these things. Well, if she's this, then she must be a real B-I-T-C-H or whatnot. Anyways, besides the point, I'm rambling. But you get what I mean? I totally get what you mean. It's almost like... Like, we have to be willing on both ends to open up the experience. It can't just be one-sided. And I see this a lot today with our younger generations saying to older people, like, you just don't get it because you're old or you're whatever. You're... 
blah, blah, blah. But are we taking the time to listen to those older generations who've been through a lot more life than us and whether their history and what they learned was dead ass wrong (laughs) or not, they still have a life experience that we can learn from if we are so willing to do so. Yeah. So it's like, we just got to stop writing each other off. And the same goes for the older generation saying, oh, cats today, they, whatever. You know, we have to stop doing this crap where we just like shut each other off because of whatever it may be, our differences. Have you ever thought about auditioning to read books on tape? Oh, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Real good. You could really shine brightly, uh, double cast as like the narrator and the old old lady well I I don't know about that I think you could I remember when we first launched our podcast and I literally had like four close friends and family of mine be like I just love listening to CS's voice it's so calm and happy and I'm like screw you guys what are you saying about my voice I can't think of many people who would describe my voice as calm oh literally my husband said it I think my mom it was like a bunch of people I know that were like oh, CS's voice is just made for podcasts. And I was like, uh, thanks a lot. <laughs> well, I think I've... But I agree with them. Re, I've, I'll, have to re, I'll have to rethink and make less assumptions about how I come across on the airwaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, and I like everything you said. Calm. But the problem is that when we are being raised, it isn't mm-hmm. a voice on repeat that says things like, it's really important for you to have beliefs and do the right thing. But, but at the same time, be ready to forfeit everything you think. Yeah. Like you have to be yeah. like, I want you to be strong and I want, and so it's kind of, you know, we could probably solve all the world's problems if we could figure out a way to implement that to every child's heart in the world. Yeah. That yes. like when you grow up in it and are an adult, you are, don't have to be certain about anything Mm-mm. because everything is open to change. And I think it's because people don't like change because they don't like being uncomfortable because change is uncomfortable. And so they get so set in their ways and their beliefs because they don't want to be uncomfortable and they don't want to be vulnerable, but that's the best way that we can grow and experience more things in life than just one way of living and one way of seeing the world. Yes. And this is, I'm just thinking of like, changes. yeah, I was thinking of that also, but, um, I just gave a little bit of thought to the types of assumptions that I make that I'm working on not making in my personal yeah. life. Well, I mean, we kind of talked about it before we started recording it and it's kind of neither here nor there, but what I'm, what I find is that when, when I make assumptions I mean, sometimes they're good assumptions and sometimes it's the, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. And I'm not assuming either way, but it's possible if, and that's one thing. And I don't know if that's good or bad, but normally I feel like the assumptions that I make are, are not good. And they kind Mm -hmm. of send me into a less good version of myself. They kind of are mood wreckers. Yeah. And so assumptions are, um, that's what they are. They're, they're the affairs of, uh, moods. 
mood wreckers. I, I don't know. I mean, all right, all there right. are a lot of other things that I, I like can contribute to home wrecking. But uh, anyway, that's <laughs> all I could really, that's <laughs> all I could think of at the moment. But so, yeah. Uh, so basically what, what we want to convey to you is that assumptions are not great. And uh, we would like you to stop making them. Yes. And, and we ourselves are trying to do the same thing. What do people assume about UCS? <sighs> or what do you assume people assume about you? I right. guess would be the better question. Um, I think people assume I'm always happy. Um, I think people assume I'm a little flighty. Some of the assumptions are accurate. What else? I think people assume that I've like got my stuff together. Like I make it look easy. And that's just because I don't post my whole life in my stories. Because if I did, then they would know that's not true. Um, and they probably assume I'm not a great uh, cook because I don't post any stories about that. <laughs> Uh, I think you're a great cook. I think know. you think you're not a good cook. Well, here's but. the thing. I'm not, but I'm not going to say that I couldn't <laughs> become one. I, I'm not a, a, that assuming. That's not good. But what, what about, what about you? Um, I would definitely say people assume I'm very high strung and stressed out. And maybe that's because I'm high strung and stressed out. <laughs> So basically, we're just no. stating facts about ourselves <laughs> that we want other people to assume based on how we're feeling at the moment. Yeah. No, I think um, I was giving CS this example is we had a bunch of kids swimming. Ten kids were all swimming together. In her, in her I... new pool. Like this is a new house, new situation, new environment. First time yeah. a lot of people were under your care. Correct. Supervision. Okay. There were other parents there, but for my own comfort level, I wanted to sit, not sit, I wanted to stand where I could see all the kids and that was my comfort level and I was okay with that. And me doing that made everyone else uncomfortable because I think they thought I was stressed out or angry that I was watching all these kids and I kept saying, come sit down. Like, do you need a chair? Relax, relax. And then it was making me more mad that someone was telling me to relax because I'm comfortable watching and having my eye on these children. I'm not comfortable sitting where I can't see everyone or whatever. And this is also not to say that other parents weren't watching their children. They were. It was just, this is my comfort level, but everyone assumes then I'm not having fun or I'm angry or whatever, which just wasn't the case it was just like a new experience for me and I needed to get comfortable with how I want to handle it because I'm not letting I'm hopefully gonna do my best to not let anything horrible happen right at my house it's a huge liability I've been hearing yes. it my entire life as I'm someone yes. who grew up with a pool um but interestingly you recognize that you can't, you, you aren't always high strung, but certain situations um, cause mm -hmm. you to be high strung. But the assumption is that because you are high strung, you are not happy. And what you're saying is 
it's that you're not you're not happy or unhappy. It's just yeah. the way that you felt that you had to be because you were responsible at the end of the day for a lot of lives, whether their parents' eyes were on them or not. And so there's, there's always like a middle ground too. It's, it doesn't, it is not black and white and it shouldn't be black and white. There are so many color options. Well, and then I also think because I'm open with talking about my issues with anxiety and having used medication in the past, having to do yoga, having to, like, I work on it and I'm glad I talk about it because I think a lot of people deal with it. They just don't talk about it. And maybe that gives them someone else to relate to in some way. But I think when you open yourself up to talk about things like that, then people just assume, well, she's anxious all the time or she's crazy or she's whatever. And it's like, no, I'm hopefully being very um, conscious of how my body feels, how my mind feels. And I'm doing the things that I need to do, but that doesn't mean I'm a fun killer, as my child would say. (laughs) But then I think maybe I am. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could go down so many different roads with this topic, honestly. I know. But that is a good Anyways. example. And yeah. like people, I don't know. Like I said, people think, oh, she must really have it together. But then those who really know me think I could probably tighten the, you know, like, we're at a, a really awesome baseball, high school baseball game the other night, and it's fenced in, and I don't necessarily have my eyes on the girls, but they're playing with other kids, and they're within this area, and if I take five mm-hmm. steps this way, I can see them, and my mom is sitting there completely stressed out about the fact, she's not stressed out about what, the, she's stressed out about the fact that I'm not stressed out about it. And right, so, exactly. Like, I definitely, believe me, do not have it all together. A lot of things happen uh, by chance. Isn't it also crazy though that these assumptions we are assuming people assume about us might not even be the case. I mean, yeah. I know in one instance this was the case when I was watching the kids because my husband was like, sit down. Like, I feel like you're not having any fun. Like, he was saying it to me. So clearly I was definitely putting off a vibe that I was stressed out. Right. <laughs> because I was but I was comfortable being stressed out in my way. <laughs> we, we should definitely make a t-shirt that says I'm comfortable being uncomfortable. Stressed out. <laughs> or, or stressed out. Yeah. Very comfortable I'm here. Out, so what? <laughs> yeah. Or like, I'm not comfortable if I'm comfortable because what's going on that I don't have my eye on. And so, yeah, that's where our brains that. are a little bit different. And it's why I'm married to who I'm married to. And it's why my mm-hmm. I'm so blessed to have my mom in my life in the way that I have her, truly. Yeah, uh, and why we thing. do business so well together because we are sometimes each other's opposites and sometimes very similar. True, true, true. Um, anyway, so yes, don't make assumptions about other people. And it's just not fair. It's not fair to anyone. And it shuts down the opportunity to have all these opportunities and don't make assumptions about yourself because if you do you are limiting even just the belief in yourself not that you know okay for instance I don't believe I can cook so I'm I assume I I can't cook so I'm never even gonna try well yeah like no is it something that I would like to get better at yes would it make my life easier if I 
perfected like a couple meals um, for my family with, yes. So why should I assume Mm -hmm. that I can't? It's a matter of, do I want to take the time right now? Maybe not, but, but still, and, and even more importantly, I should never have myself believing that it's something I can't do when I have more time to do it. That was the, that was the longest winding road of saying one thing. No, it's true because then it's just limiting beliefs for ourselves. And, right. and also like someone thinking, I grew up this way. These are my beliefs. I will never change my mind. When you are saying that and assuming that about yourself, you are shutting down the ability to change your mind and maybe meet a new friend that could be really amazing in your life or have fun with your family. It's just like so many things get shut off when we close these walls and don't make room for these connections. Yeah. I have, I've had the most like cool and awesome opportunity to watch Connor who just turned 17 um, come a really long way this year in a lot of different ways. And it's gotten to the point where he'll, he'll come up with certain things or say certain things. And he's saying them to me on purpose because he knows I'll, I'll like them or I'll be proud of him and I'll literally every single time he'll be like I know you wish you would have recorded me however long ago when I said I would never ever ever do this and you know it's the whole point of like keep your mind open and da 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 but it's really cool because he was actually listening and I'm watching it all go down and there's really nothing nothing cooler about parenting than seeing your kids realized how idiotic they were being in September. <laughs> right. That's there's like nothing we can say. say. Whenever, Sometimes. Yes. Whenever you're fighting with someone or talking about something, like I try, try to not speak in absolutes because when you are so definitive about something, I will never do this or mm-hmm. you always do this or when you use those absolutes, mm-hmm. It's like, you're either going to look like an idiot someday because you said never, which never say never, we know that, uh-huh. or you look like an a-hole because you are saying this other person or this other situation always does this to me, which really probably isn't true either. And mm-hmm. so it's like, don't be so sure of being so sure, I guess. Don't be so sure about yourself. That should also be a shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, kidding. Sure. That's like negative and unkind um sometimes people need that yeah but I think we've we've learned that a lot of assumptions aren't fair some assumptions probably a come in handy and b are like a way better uh thought than the truth but that's very rarely I think probably um but yes so okay so where where were we so I guess try to recognize when you're making an assumption and then like identify them or where that's coming from. Yeah. So there was a tip, uh, that I saw somewhere out there about writing down, like whenever you make an assumption, write Mm -hmm. it down. And uh, my kids point out my assumptions to me. And I think that it's because I'm always trying to help them not make them, which is kind of a slap in the face, but also it's like, well, I can't teach you something if I'm not willing to hear you out. Um, so that's helpful, but I really think I am going to start writing down my assumptions and then glancing at them from time to time, because I think that that would be smart to do. 
I totally agree. So glad. Um, trying to charge one of my AirPods so oh, that I can yeah. not die on you. Um, so write them down and ask yourself yeah, questions. And then it, yes. So what happens if I look at this a different way? Does the world end? Or do I just gain some knowledge of some other way, shape, or form of doing or thinking about something? Right. And I feel like sometimes the questions that we could ask ourselves about certain assumptions that we have, we may not like the answers. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, I assume my husband doesn't make the bed because he hates me. (laughs) (laughs) When I know that's not the case, but I'm not... I'm not, I, I, I've asked, so I do know he just doesn't care. Uh, it's -hmm. not personal. I'm not supposed to take it personally. So, um, but so I I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that about him. That's one thing I don't like, and that's fine. Um, I'm, I'm just, I need to start taking it less personally. This is not an episode, another episode about how my husband doesn't fold the sheets up in the morning, but, um, but I mean, really and truly, on the days that he does, I do appreciate it. And I shoot him a text and I say, like, hey, thanks so much for pulling up the covers. Yeah, because I think communication is like the key to everything, because whatever assumption we're making, like, Doug, do you hate me because you're not making the bed in the morning? And he's like, no, I literally just don't think about it because it's not on my radar and whatever, like. But now he knows that it makes you happy and you know that it's not a personal attack. And so like communicating through any of these things, like Courtney in the beginning, having that little conversation Mm -hmm. for both of those people, like probably changed so many things for them that day. Right. I put a note on our notes that like, what ifs, like what's a healthier way of looking at this? So if we're going to stick with the, my husband doesn't, love me, he hates me scenario, a probably healthier way of looking at it is, well, I know that it's, it's just that he, it's not even that he doesn't care. It's that it's, it's like everything else in my house that no one else apparently sees. I'm the only one that sees every mm-hmm. speck of dust, every sock that's strewn haphazardly, every little Lego doll that I don't know, somehow made it from the floor to the toilet this morning, which I knew something bad was going to happen to that Lego doll. Um, but like, it's not everybody else's problem that I care about a neat house. I just, I, you know, it's like a healthier way of looking at it. It's like, I'm trying to set a good example of how to make things run smoothly. And I can talk about it a little bit, but I can talk about it too much to where then they're going to be like the complete opposite someday and their lives are going to be completely chaotic. And that is not, that's not my goal. Um, so mm-hmm. sometimes, so, sometimes I, I'm high strung too. I just decided. Yeah. <laughs> I just it's decided. It is like a new day. <laughs> Said it out loud. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, yeah. So, okay. Um, also, a lot of times we make assumptions. I think, I assume that I make certain assumptions because I don't want to take the time to learn the truth or because it sounds good or right enough. And also I like to be right and in control. And so mm-hmm. we need to, that's just part of the, the thought. Let it go. Essentially the, the whole tip, the whole tip here that we're covering is Let it go. to be mindful, <laughs> hear yourself, Never mind. think, think about, 
you know, oh, this is an assumption that I just made and ask yourself these questions. But like, we also need to learn um, that being in control, it eliminates the possibility of, of learning new things. Because if we're always in control, and we always think we're right, then we're shutting, we're shutting down and we're, we seem like we don't care about how other people think and feel. And how would we feel if yeah. no one else cared about how we thought or felt? Not good, yeah, not and good. then the rude awakening is that we're not in control at all <laughs> about anything, really. I mean, we may have glimpses of things we can hold on to and feel that strength and control, but in the grand scheme of things, we're just not. And being open to that and open to not having it all under our power is, mm-hmm. I guess, probably one step to take a breath yeah. and realize that okay so if we let go of that need to be right I also was listening to another podcast no and (laughs) shocker he was saying that he wanted to be right so many times in arguments or fights and then realized that half the time people probably just concede fakely like they will pretend to agree with the person just to get them to shut up about it because they just don't want to hear it anymore and so it's like when we come at something as like an argument or being right versus wrong you might think you're winning but in the long run the way you got to winning I used quotes there was just by like wearing someone out so they're like dude I'm over it I don't want to hear you talk anymore and so I'm just gonna pretend like I agree with you and that's really not changing anything. All it is confirming the other person's reason why they don't want to listen to you. That is so when we can come at it such a manipulation. as like genuine conversation and connection and listen and open and not everything has to be like a argument, a debate, a someone's right, someone's wrong. It's just like, here's my life experience. Oh, interesting. Here's mine. And do what you want with it and walk away from it thinking, oh my gosh, I just met Susan and she had this growing up and I just never had that. So it would be so crazy to think this way. And wow, I'm open to that now instead of I had this argument with my aunt because she thinks this way and she's wrong and she's old. (laughs) You know, it's just, we're so quick to like label someone as something and then shut them off and their experience off and that prevents us from growing because if I am a advocate for chocolate ice cream and I only will listen to and talk to people who like chocolate ice cream I don't need to change any of their opinions about chocolate ice cream they already like chocolate ice cream so I'm not really making any progress or change moving forward because I'm just willing to talk to and associate with people who like chocolate ice cream. But if I am willing to listen to, build connections with, and engage with people who like mint ice cream also, then maybe they will start to like chocolate and I will start to like mint. And then we can make change and move forward with things in life instead of just like shutting it off like this cancel culture BS. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for now you have I don't need to preach to the choir. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't need to preach to the choir about the things the choir already believes in. I need to make room to listen to and talk to and engage with people 
who I want to join the choir <laughs> and hear their voices beautifully sing. Oh, holy night. No- <laughs> Yeah, no, you're no, you're exactly. Maybe they don't even know that they can sing because no one's asked them to uh, yeah. try out for the choir, yeah, right? And or they maybe they had a childhood trauma experience that some kid laughed at them singing, and really they were laughing about something else, and they assumed that they were laughing at them, so they never sang again. But they have a beautiful voice hidden deep down inside. But had this traumatic incident happen to them that prevented them from ever being willing to try again. And once someone heard that story and we're like, we can move past this together. <sighs> yeah. Could be the missing alto in the choir. Could be. I mean, yeah. if we don't open up our minds to the possibility that there's a better alto out there. <laughs> yeah. Then, you yeah. know, it's you wrote be this down far. and I really liked it. It said, transform common assumptions into questions and conversations. And I really, really like that because it's like, just flip the script on what you initially think about something or someone and let that be an opportunity to like actually learn from someone instead of making an assumption, switch it right away to be, how can I learn about this person and learn about their past and figure out what made them the way they are today? Yeah, and because there's so much more understanding and and also guys, what about just getting along with people without needing their freaking bio first of what they believe in, what political party they are, if they got vaccinated or not, if they send their kids to school or not, if they it's like can we just stop with everyone having to fit a certain mold in order to be okay to have a relationship with and learn from because I just feel like that's where we're at right now. And we can just be friends with people Mm -hmm. just because we enjoy drinking the same beer or because we find the same joke funny or because we are both stressed out watching our kids swim at the pool. Or we could win apples to apples if um, I pick a card that I would never choose for myself, but I know that you're going to pick that card because we believe in different things. And then you feel really good about, I mean, just... I think just knowing and getting to know people on that type of level is, is more important than anything. And what, another thing I'm working on is even with my five-year-old, all, all of the ages of the children that I'm around, it's, it's so easy to assume that if baby B is crying because of something baby Z did, that baby mm-hmm. Z did something wrong. And that's the only thing that just went down. Like these are assumptions made based on reactions. And so I'm trying to basically calm myself down before I even face an argument, so to speak, so that I can have a conversation and find out because that's how kids feel less seen and less heard and less important is when those types of assumptions are made and punishments are dealt, you know, and yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. I I mean, like I'm admitting I'm bad at that, which is why it's something that I'm, I'm working on. But it just made me Yesterday, think- my older one was crying upstairs. And the younger one was like, he's, he's crying. And I was like, okay, immediately assuming the younger one, they were fighting or something. And I stopped and I went up to the older one. And he's like, it's my own fault. They were playing a game and he didn't do something. So then he died and... 
he's like, it was my fault, but I immediately thought him and his brother were fighting, and his brother had nothing to do with it. Right. Parents so quickly. What did you do? Assume things, yes, about other children, and then totally, when the people feel not seen or heard, and the same with kids. Like, we're talking about adults a lot right now, but with kids, like, just assuming they're acting a certain way because of something, like, they're having a meltdown because they're being a brat, or they're need a timeout because this, instead of like, or maybe your kid is hungry and you didn't stop for lunch, or maybe your kid is tired, or maybe they're really upset about something that happened at school, or maybe their stomach hurts and they have to poop. Like, I don't know, but when we immediately just assume like you are behaving so poorly, it's like, who is the judge on behavior ultimately? Or like make these big assumptions about these little people who are learning from us and we are literally teaching them to react and assume things about other people just by doing that. So like, we just gotta, we gotta do better. And we can talk to them like humans. Like I just came into this situation and so I don't actually know what happened. So I don't want to make assumptions and be mad at anybody before I get everybody's side. And someone might be lying, but the point is I think if we try to handle things in that way Mm -hmm. I just feel like we'll get further yeah yeah so many thoughts but um all in all assumptions are usually destructive and um I think everybody would rather assume something um that is good I mean obviously you'd rather and be right about it than assume something that ruins your friendship or relationship or like make somebody feel bad about themselves, etc. Yeah. And so we just need to like start thinking about it a little more. We just need to make room for connections Con- with yep. people. Connections, conversations. Um we should but all get a tattoo. There's more to the story. Yeah. I mean and there's more to the story today. You- Not just like in my life, but to today, this one thing happened that I'm embarrassed to say upset me, but it put me on this path. We just need to mm-hmm. just like give each other a little bit more, give each other a little bit more room to be human. Yes. Yeah. You need to do that. Ta-da. What song is that? Yeah. Um. <laughs> you are literally writing lyrics to a song that does not exist. Human. No, it's like pink. It's pink, but she's, like, featured on a song by someone else, like, Hard to Be Human or something. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I gotta look it up. It's good. It's good. Okay. Um, also, if you are an avid Every Kind shopper, which, if you didn't know, we have a shop. Oh, my gosh. We have a shop. This whole thing. We have it's a shop. called Every Kind, and you can shop there at everykind.shop or check everything out at everykind.com. Anyways. We are, teaser, if you are listening to this, like, the day it's launched, we'll have a new thing very soon that is all about this. Yep. Should I say what it says? Sure. Okay. It says, if we can't see eye to eye, let's start with heart to heart. And I think it's just all of this chaos and negativity and assuming and whatever, arguing we might not be able to see eye to eye with each other on something, but where can we connect in our hearts? Like where can we, because everyone can connect on something if we try hard enough. Like we're both breathing right now. Thank God. And that's great. So we have something in common. 
we're both, both going we're both going to die someday yeah sorry so sorry for telling you spoiler <laughs> alert okay spoiler <laughs> alert um yeah so can we start heart to heart with people instead of having to fill out an application and have all the check marks align in order to connect amen you know i do all right do. well that that will be in the shop soon and if you are listening to this whenever you are listening you can go check it out it's adorable it is adorable and it's and not a t-shirt that's intent it's not a t-shirt so, um get excited okay. If you agreed or disagreed or have any thoughts or experiences with this episode that you want to share with us, please do at you fit here on social media or at every kind co on social media and tag a friend, tell your people, rate and review us and do all the things that help us keep doing what we are doing. And we love you. There she goes again. Auditioning to be. There I go. Uh, an online book read. I wonder oh, about how did people... Did you get... watch The Bachelorette last night? No. <gasps> it started. And this one guy was pretending to be British and he had an accent. And she was like, you're lying. And she was... Because they're all in quarantine. And she's like, that would have been impossible for you to get over here and whatever. But it was funny because he was pretending to be British at first. And I thought of you. Oh, that's really funny. Their, that is, that is totally something I would do. I yeah. now want to tune. I don't even know who the Bachelorette is. I don't. I need to get with the program. Her name is Katie. Okay. Katie. All right. Great. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to check it out. Woohoo! There you um, go. Okay. Great. Well, thanks everybody for tuning All right. in. And we'll talk to you later. Can't can't wait. I also assume that people who have gorgeous English accents are annoyed that I pretend to even try to have a gorgeous English accent. So. I should stop doing that. <laughs> the accent or assuming that people are annoyed? Um, I don't know. We'll find out in a later episode if I keep doing Perfect. it. Write that down and contemplate. Okay. Okay, okay toodles. Bye.